Coming to you from the great state of Wisconsin, this is a CS27 Studios production. You're listening to the Binary Brothers Podcast featuring Ryan and Clay. It's time now to open your ears and prepare your mind because life's too short to be constrained in black and white. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Ryan and Clay. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Binary Brothers Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Clay, and with me as always is Ryan. Hey everybody, that's me. Sure is. Today's episode, episode 24, is not going to be about Jack Bauer. No, not a single not a single moment about Jack Bauer. Not even the moments we've just spent. Mostly, probably because of copyright issues copyright it's tough out here yeah it really is um so we decided to pivot and go with a separate topic yeah of cheating cheating and all that 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 entails the morality of it the idea of it i'm just gonna talk about it yeah just just throwing out there yeah. See what we got to say, right? Oh, for sure. Speaking of Kiefer Sutherland, did you know that he has a band? I just assume everyone in Hollywood has a band. <laughs> That's just my assumption. He Well, he does. He has a band. My wife went to go see him. Oh, they're, they're like a touring band. Yes. Like they... they went on, like, she got, like, a signed poster. It's right here. No way. As you can see. <laughs> You can't. I can't uh, see. We're in we're in separate rooms. Yeah, separate houses. Yeah, but the uh, they went to go see him, and apparently it was funny, but also fantastic. And hmm. uh, they got to meet him, hang out with him for a minute. It's clearly a small thing. I don't think anyone right. thinks themselves. Oh man, I'm gonna hit up that sick Kiefer Sutherland show this weekend. <laughs> now, is this band called like Kiefer Sutherland and? Oh God! What is it called? And the uh, the Rockets or something? Yeah. Something crazy like that? The Kiefer Sutherland Experience? No, I think it's I think it's something <laughs> more along the lines of the Kiefer Sutherland Experience. No, God, what is it? Uh, now was he? So is he the lead singer or lead whatever the band does? Or does he like play an instrument? Or like what does he do? Do we need to get your wife on this? <laughs> I mean, she would probably know more than I can, than I do at this point. No, I think it's the Kiefer Sutherland band. I think that's just what it's called. Hmm. Yeah, that's a whole... I'm surprised. That's a whole thing. Like, when I think wow. of... Ooh, new album out, April 26th. Oh, <laughs> a new album? Oh, my. Whoa. See, I figure, like, if there's actors or actresses with a band... It's more like local to California type of thing. He, uh, but apparently he's touring. Oh no, like he nationwide, was, he was worldwide, maybe international tour. I don't know if I'd go that far. I mean, does he go to Canada? Uh, I mean, that counts as international. You're right, Canada I mean, or Mexico or something like that. Different country. I'm not sure. I mean, I would count it as an international tour. I think you legally have to. It's. Oh, for it sure. It is another nation. Right. He had to bring his passport. Hashtag Ryan Brown. Well, I guess they would call it a North American tour. They did Ooh. that. I think yeah. that's the proper term, but 
Screw that. I'm going international. international. I'm saying international. If I ever create a band and we go and play in Canada, call it an international tour. An international sensation. If there's not one single newspaper or blog that writes international sensation, insert Clay's band's name here, (laughs) performs in Canada, then I'll be upset. (laughs) Well, that's what I say about me. Uh, I'm an international hockey player. Yeah. Because I played up in Toronto once. Exactly. I mean, I've I've only done one thing. I've done a few things in a different country. I went to Jamaica. Bahamas, come on, pretty mama. Yeah. Key Largo. Montego. <laughs> Baby, why don't we go down to Kokomo? Stop. He's trying to hit all the islands. Copyright might get us oh, God. if we keep going. Again with the copyright. I know. It's time. a cruel world out there. I mean, at this point, we might as well just talk all about 24 then. <laughs> right. We've already so did it. you see? The, wait, did they they had a new season, didn't they? I think they had like a new miniseries thing. Yeah. Full disclosure, never watched. I didn't, I didn't watch it. 24. I mean, I, I'd seen episodes like way back when because my parents watched it. Yeah. And then, you know, just living with them. It happened. As one would. <laughs> It happened to you. <laughs> it could happen to happened you. To you. <laughs> Do you know where your children are? <laughs> Jack Bauer will find him. I don't know. He was more interested in saving the world, really. Um, yeah, I didn't see like the miniseries or whatever that came out recently yeah, brought, or whatever. A little bit, but that's all right. Um, so. We should probably get into our normal routine here. Yeah. Get warm up warm a little up. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't go in cold. No, no. Always That's how you sure pull muscles. Stretch. Yeah. And you don't want that. Nope. I mean, the other day at the game, Cardinals, not enough hustle. Not enough I hustle. I could, could tell they were trying not to pull any muscles, but, right. I mean, you got to put in some effort. Right. And that's the reason they lost that game. Yep. We yeah, were there. We saw we it. We were there. <laughs> For history. For This history. is officially a history podcast. Right. <laughs> Choose history. <laughs> uh so what are you what are you looking forward to? What do you got on the docket? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I'm leaving in two days from the recording of this podcast. Yes. Um, I'm leaving in two days. Where are you going? I'm going down south. Going the down south, south, southeastern. <laughs> I don't, I don't even, I can't do a southern accent. Yeah, well, so it's not fair I apologize if I offended anyone with that. I mean, you're about to go to the south. I'd suggest not offending people in the south. I'm gonna do my best not there. to. <laughs> I mean, we have a lot of southern listeners, and they were probably very offended by your. My hope is that by the time they listen to this podcast, I will be already gone. Right. Like, I will be in and out. Best case scenario. Like a ninja. Yep. No, but I'm going down uh, to Georgia. Going down to Georgia. Um, Gonna go gonna go witness Augusta National. Eat a lot of peaches. Millions of peaches. (laughs) Peaches for free. Um... Yeah, I'm going to go see Augusta National, the Masters. 
It's like a nice. once in a lifetime type of thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Perhaps. So I'm yeah I'm super excited. Like the only way well, the only way to pay face value for tickets is to enter a lottery through Augusta National. Okay. To get tickets, and this was my fourth year doing it, and it was the first year I got selected. Nice. So I'm quite pumped about it. As you should be. It's exciting. You get to see it's like practice rounds, right? Yeah, I get to see a practice round, which means I can bring my my camera. Um, cell phones are not allowed on the grounds. Really? Yeah. Just they're, in general? They're really strict, yes. I mean, I'm sure members can have them. But I mean, in terms that... of like the Masters tournament and, and all that, like spectators cannot bring cell phones into the grounds. Well, they probably just they don't want people like broadcasting, right? Yeah, you yeah you can't have video equipment either. Um, yeah, but I think it's I think it's more than that. I think it's just, I mean, it's a very traditional place. Yeah. Um, but but during practice rounds, you can bring a camera, you know, to take pictures. So I will be doing that at least. Well, I will get gonna... some good shots for the gram. Do it for the gram. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to yell that to Tiger. <laughs> please, <laughs> do it, please. Do it do for it. the gram. Please, please get kicked out. No, do I don't. It, do it for the gram. Oh, my God. That is, that is like, my worst my worst fear is, um, like, so I, I got four tickets, so I'm bringing three three friends yeah and my worst fear is that they do something idiotic that gets them kicked out which then means like i get like my ability to buy tickets like i'm i'm banned from buying you're tickets gonna get blacklisted for life like that's what happens if you mess with them ban hammer like they're gonna come down on you strong and you're never gonna watch another round of golf again <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find it on TV, they somehow blocked it. Like, no, not this guy. Not this nope. time. We're nope. the PGA, and we're very. It's serious. not even the PGA. It's not a PGA event. It is. Is it not? No, it's I don't not. know anything about golf. There's count- different golf things. No, well, yeah. I mean, there's PGA and there's the European Tour. Um, but, but this is America. Right. So PGA <laughs> is America, but it's not a PGA event. Oh. It's the Masters is an invitational event and the pga tour just like it's essentially part of the schedule okay like they know about it and and schedule around it and and they and they acknowledge like the winners of it and give them like give them points for winning or whatever you know for standings purposes for you know the season okay so, like, it's part of the PGA Tour, but it's not actually run by the PGA Tour. Huh. Interesting. So that's why, that's kind of the uniqueness about the Masters and all that surrounding it. So, like, at when I went to the U.S. Open, which is actually also not a PGA Tour event. Oh, God. That's actually sanctioned, the Opens are sanctioned by, like, the governing bodies of golf. The There's PGA somebody... is just like a tour. Kind of, just it's learning. like a different thing. Um, but like the USGA, the United States Golf Association, puts on the open events, like the US uh, Open. The so Iska. the difference between 
like the US Open and the PGA Tour events is to get on a PGA Tour event, you have to have a PGA Tour card. You have to be in that league. Right. To to get the job, you have to have the experience, but to get the experience, you have to have a job. I get it. <laughs> but I mean, I mean there's other ways to to get on, but like that's essentially it. And then for the US Open, the they're open tournaments, which means you can quote like your average Joe could go and qualify for it. You're, that's like the whole happy Gilmore situation. Pretty much. That's like the whole story of if you ever watched the movie tin cup. Never. Is it good? Should I mean, I, my list? I, mean I, I would always suggest people watch it. It's, it's corny. I mean, so is happy Gilmore, but add it to my list. It's uh, what's his, what's his name is in it. Um, Kevin Costner. Is the lead actor in it? Ah, um, it's it, they play that movie all the time on the Golf Channel. Just <laughs> FYI, <laughs> late at night, you turn it on, it's gonna be Tin Cup. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so that's basically that's basically kind of the premise of Tin Cup is is the guy qualifies for the U.S. Open and and makes it and plays in it and stuff goes down. Um, huh. Yeah, so. That's what I'm excited for, I guess. Well, that's awesome. How about you? Oh, me. Uh, well, I guess the closest thing, uh, kind of, I don't know. It's, I'm torn. Practice, practice is actually starting. We had tryouts. I was going to say, yeah, your football season's got to be starting pretty soon. Yeah, the season's coming up. June. June we start. First game. June. So be June? there. Or be square. Um, but yeah, we're doing that. Uh... So that's that's exciting, but other than that, we're, did did I tell you we're getting a dog? What? Yeah, no. We're yeah, we're totally getting a dog. We're getting a golden doodle. A golden doodle? Yeah. Which when we originally started talking about getting a dog, we we're like medium sized dog, and then now we're getting a golden doodle, <laughs> and that's a big that's a big that's dog. a very big medium. Uh, it's a, it's a, a medium medium dog. <laughs> um. But yeah, we found we found this breeder and Oh, you're not doing our... you're not doing rescue? No. no How dare no. you? I know. Uh, we're <laughs> monsters. I mean, you know, that's that that is a story. And I fully expect to get that from people. But <laughs> at the same time. I get it. I'm just giving you crap. We did our thing. But yeah, we put down a deposit on this on this dog from this like super small breeder that um our Isn't that weird? Like three degrees of separation. <laughs> to find this person like a small breeder is weird no 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 no. like putting down a deposit yes for a a dog for a pet yeah they're like hold a spot in in line for a dog you know we're gonna have a litter and you know the the deposit you put down and it's non-refundable unless like they don't have you know as many puppies as they're supposed to or they don't survive or whatever right but yeah it's like I don't know how long ago, like a month, a month or so ago, or a month and a half ago, puts on a deposit, and then we're gonna pay him the rest when we when we get him. But they're like due, the puppies are due in a little under two weeks. Oh geez, so, you guys, you guys had a cat, right? We did have a cat, and now we don't have that cat. <laughs> now we don't. I'm not gonna uh, press that issue, but. I mean, we had the cat. The cat was a thing. He was, he sure was a cat. <laughs> he sure and, was a cat. I don't know. He just got, he got to be 
He got to be a bit much. Okay. But the dog won't. The dog won't be too much. Well, here's the deal is the dog might. And uh, I, we're not going to drop the dog, though. I don't know. The The cat was like, oh, this weird situation, at least according to me. <laughs> and, I don't know. It was like a found cat, and then he had it, and he was fine, but then he got, like, terrible. And gotcha. it was just like, you can't. There's only so many times you can clean the house because he's run around after peeing. Oh, God. And stuff. So it's like, we got to get rid of this cat. I'm just going to edit so, that part out because I don't think our listeners want to hear that. No, they're not going to like it. <laughs> so, yeah, we're the, the puppies are due in a couple weeks, and it's it's going to be exciting. Hopefully we get to go down at some point and pick them and then – and then I think in June we have to go like actually pick them up, so they're gonna like train them up some and do whatever, do their thing. Yeah, they're gonna do their their little golden doodle things. And have you seen the um, the parents? Yes, we've seen the parents. I mean, like online, like they. Oh, you they haven't know. actually met them though. No, they're like they're away. Oh, they're, like where it's gonna be a drive. Oh, to go get these. To go get these dogs. Okay. So. But. We've seen, like, they, they have, like, a Facebook, like, page. The dogs have a Facebook page? Yes. And so it's, like, they post all the time about what they're doing and how everything's going and all the stuff. and It's a whole experience. I bet. I bet. I actually had a, I had a Twitter account for my dog once. Did you? Actually, I mean, it's still probably up. It probably still exists. But the do- the dog, the dog passed away. Like, well, senior year of college, so that was a little while ago. A long time ago. Um, yeah, that was that was kind of fun though, to kind of do a little Twitter account for him and just post random crap. You know, like what a like what a dog would say. <laughs> right. <laughs> My, I feel like that's a, that's a fun time and something that I might end up doing at some point. Especially when I was in, like, college, you know. So, like, have some time on your hands. You can just... <laughs> Run an account for your dog. Make some make some crap up. Yeah, so yeah. dog's name was Nugget. And uh, he, was, he was a mix between a Golden Retriever and a Sheltie. Yeah. Or Collie mix. So... Okay. So I... Uh, I put so his name was like it was like at Nugget Dog or something like that, and <laughs> you could honestly we could probably still find him on the Twitter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but in his description, I put, "I'm a mutt. I sniff butts." Nice. Yeah, I was pretty proud of that little slogan. Not gonna lie. Well, I mean, you did it. I did it. Um, but I haven't had a dog since. Well, technically, it was my parents dog but i haven't gotten a dog on my own i kind of would want one i would love one i love dogs but i'm just not just not committed enough for one yeah that's that's my only problem with it is like i just i enjoy being able to you know take trips to go to like augusta right and not have to worry about you know someone taking care of the dog or something while i'm gone or right or whatever it is you know so it's a whole world of things to consider now yeah that's that's like the whole 
that's the whole thing stopping me from getting, you know, a pet like that. Yeah. Even though I'd love, I'd love to have a dog though. I mean, our thing, our thing is like, it's nice that Catherine has summers off so that when we get it, she'll be able to spend like a bunch of time and I'm going to like, it's good that I live close. I live close to where I work so I can come home for lunch to like take it out and hang out or whatever. So that was one thing that we were like concerned about. Like, are we going to be home slash hang out with the dog enough? Yeah. It's a valid concern. I mean, feel free to borrow our dog when we go out of town. <laughs> I mean, I've I've dog sat before um, when I was living up in like Wausau. Yeah, did that. That was fun. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'll have to come over and make make sure the dog knows I'm its bestest friend. Yeah, but, you know, here's Clay. He's a cool guy. That's <laughs> I'm <a> cool guy. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm so cool. <laughs> Like Fonzie over here. Hey. <laughs> you just just all the time with the thumbs and our dog and then just that'll just solidify yeah. the relationship and we'll finger gun on every a walk time. down by the river and we'll see the bronze fonz and be like, Oh, it's oh, Clay. That's that's him. No, Clay Why are you have... so bronze? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dogs are apparently afraid of statues at some age. That's a whole thing. Really? Yeah. Well, I've seen I've seen like videos of dogs like approach statues and like, well, some some really are just like trying to figure out why it won't pet them. <laughs> like they're trying to you know get them to pet or whatever. They'll hey, jump hey, jump on it or put their head head by the hand or whatever you know. Right. It's like that statue just won't pet me. What is this guy's deal? <laughs> I thought I was a good boy. <laughs> oh. <coughs> so what kind of music you listen to oh god schoolboy q schoolboy q just right from the hip there because a couple weeks ago there was a i was on like the hip-hop heads subreddit and someone posted a a link to like a tweet that had a, a video that was like a preview of this song and it's like coming out tomorrow. And I was excited because I don't, when was the last time school by Q came out with an album? Let's look, uh, 2016. So it's been a little bit and I love school by Q. I love TDE. I love black hippie and to get any new of that stuff is amazing. So he's got this new song, num, num juice, num, num juice. Yep. Uh, sounds like so, a yeah. song by him. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. It's not very long. It's two minutes long, but it's like it just gets after it right away. So like intense energy. It's cue. He came out with a video for it too. The whole shebang. It's whole shebang. Solid. Love the song. It's been a song that like I keep, I keep coming back to over the past few weeks, and. It's like want to listen to some rap, num num juice, and then we'll move on. And we'll just <laughs> we'll just let that lead us off, see right. where we go from there. So yeah, Let's rap see. fans, Q fans, check it out. What about you? What are you? What have you been on? Um, I mean, I've been I've been on a lot of stuff since our last uh, our last episode. It's been a while. 
It's been a while. This is this has changed to being like a monthly podcast. Now. <laughs> right. We really we'll, need to get our we'll act together. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, I mean, I've got like five different like side projects I'm juggling. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's the life, right? Yeah, but. But one of them, I mean, is basically coming to the end. The hockey season's coming to the end, so like those videos will drop off a bit that I for do sure. f- for that. Because the uh, Hawks are out, right? Yeah, they got eliminated. Their their last two games are well tomorrow and Saturday. So okay, but um, I mean, I have I have more videos that I'll be doing, and with and the playoffs are gonna, I'll do some videos for that. So it's not like I'm completely stopping, but it'll right. be a lot less. Like it's. You know, during the season, it's like every other night I'm doing a video or whatever. So, yeah. But that'll that'll drop off a bit. Um, so, like, just juggling all those other side projects, and then you know, obviously scheduling, you know, time w- that we're both available. Right, that we're both because yep. So it's it makes it it makes it tough. Um, but I don't want to I don't want to like throw out excuses though. Oh no, we're not no, making excuses. We gotta. We can get. We can be better. We will do better. We will do better. Well, well put. But um, yeah, so like since last time, I would say I've been. Well, actually, let me let me just pop up. Let's pop open my Spotify here. That's normally what I do. I I open it up and like, what have I been listening to a lot recently? And then, like you said, there's. It's been a while, so there's been a few a few things that came out. What have I what have I searched for recently? Mm. <laughs> I, I searched for the Who, but I know I didn't really listen to him a whole lot. I was just trying to find <laughs> I was just trying to find uh their song um uh what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Uh, won't get fooled again. Okay. Um, because I wanted to use it because you know how that song was used for CSI Miami, the whole Yeah Oh god. Yeah, that's that song. There's a video that's just a super cut of just a bunch of those. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to Caruso use the one liners. Yep, yep. I so I actually I actually watched that video because I wanted to use it. I I wanted to use that song or that part um yeah. as like a little intro thing for one of my you know one of my blackhawks videos recap videos so i was i was trying to you know i just searched for on spotify for that song so that's that's why that's popping up otherwise it's you're telling me that you're not just constantly listening to that song <laughs> i mean that one part i mean i i was but like like i said it's been a while since our last episode so i've been listening to a lot of things I haven't listened to that, you know, for four straight weeks. <laughs> Maybe like just one. Maybe just one week. <laughs> Maybe just one. Um, I think a pretty pretty good kick of uh, Janelle Monae, probably. I would uh, say. Dirty Computer. Oh my god, it's such a good album. So good. You suggested it, and then I just ugh. <laughs> such a great album. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so like we, uh, when I went to Summerfest last year, I probably told this story. I think I told this story during our best of 2018 episode. Um, when I went to Summerfest last year, like Kyle and I didn't really go to see anybody. We just went to go to Summerfest, right. just hang out, and we just happened to 
to just stumble upon the stage that she was at. And I had never yeah. heard of her before then. And, uh, and we stuck, we stuck there for a little bit and she put on a fantastic show and I was like, Oh, I'm going to look up her music. And she had just, it, she had just released that album basically. And it, and it's, uh, yeah, it's really good. And it was, it was an album that I had really high up on my, album of the year nominations for yeah best of 2018 but i ended up picking uh metrics art of doubt over it um but that i think that was mostly because uh metric is i think more towards the type of music i normally listen to that you typically listen to yeah Yeah. so that's why i kind of got the nudge over it um right but yeah janelle monet's dirty computer is just an absolutely fantastic album She's on tour. Oh, Riri. Yes. Oh, God. Um, she's she's going to be doing a lot of tour. Like international touring? Like international. Like worldwide? Yes. Much like the web, she will be worldwide. Prestige worldwide. Black leather gloves. <laughs> but yeah solid solid pick dude it's great such a good album i'm gonna end up listening to that again. <laughs> it's not a bad idea it's it could never hurt right no she is um if you if you search for uh dirty computer on youtube mm-hmm. like Artists will put out videos for songs. She literally put out like a movie for the album. What? Yeah, like it's emotion picture. Yeah, it's forty-eight minutes. Yeah, long. it's like the yeah. whole, it's the entire album, like put Dude, to a, awesome. put to a um, you know a film or whatever. Um, I love when artists do that. Yeah, it's you know pretty cool. I I haven't seen it all the way through. Um, but I, I started watching it. It was like late at night, so I didn't I didn't end up sticking with it. But I can't get into this right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but but it looked really like you know artistic. It was it was it was a good kind of little film or whatever. You know, yeah. it reminds you of like an it was like an indie type of film or whatever. Right. Um, but Kanye West did like the same thing back in like I think like 2011 maybe with uh, Runaway. So okay. he has that song "Runaway" from um, "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy." That album was one of my favorite albums because he like he just he just produced the hell out of everything on it, and then he used to do this thing with his record label where he came out like they came out with new music on Fridays for free, and like all this stuff, and he did a, like a mini probably half an hour I think movie called runaway that you know culminated in the song runaway playing at the end you know coordinated just crazy if you haven't seen it you should check that out check it out yeah i'll i'll check it out but uh beware though the uh the film the short film for dirty computer does have some nudity in it so Uh, probably not a good idea to watch it at work so I probably shouldn't watch it at work where my monitors face directly at my boss's windows, like 
His yeah, office unless, is right behind mine. Unless you really want to go for a power trip. Then <laughs> <laughs> just like put it on and then just turn your chair and just look straight directly into his eyes. What are you, what are you doing, Ryan? <laughs> and just what are you going to do about it? You can't get rid of me. You can't fire me. I'm your I'm untouchable. I'm untouchable. I'm Jack Bauer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how Jack Bauer I don't know speaks. How goes. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that's it. That's it. It's got to be the 24 like clock noise or whatever it is. Like, dun dun. I'm Jack Bauer. I'm Jack Bauer. <laughs> like Batman's cousin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see the? Uh, you see the trailer for Joker? No. With um, uh, Joaquin Phoenix as as the Joker. Well, I just I haven't. I've seen a couple like a couple teaser images. I haven't seen a trailer. I mean, everyone's mad about it. I don't. Is know. everyone mad about it? I don't know. People just. I just feel like I haven't seen one positive thing. Really? Like from people that are writing articles online. Oh, don't listen about... to them. Don't listen to people writing articles. They're just trying to get clicks. But there's also like the the don't read the comments. Yeah, don't read comments either. Just just watch <laughs> it and just think for yourself. Okay, that's really okay. the best route you can go. Wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me that what I can do <laughs> is I can look at something on the internet or basically anywhere, and then let me see if I've got this right. Form my own educated opinion. I know it's tough to accept that that's an option. But it is. I just don't believe you. I don't. I don't think that's the way it works. I've been doing it all my life. Oh, except for many times I, that I don't. <laughs> We're, we can't all be perfect, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but it was a uh, it was an interesting trailer. Like it. So here's the thing: it's it definitely looks better than Suicide Squad. Thank God for that. And and when I mean that, I mean like. Joaquin Phoenix's Joker looks a lot better than Jared Leto's Joker. Jared Leto's? Yeah. Which is not really saying a whole lot. Yeah, well. <laughs> but it all but it it's this movie is very uh like it's not like a Marvel type of movie. Like it doesn't seem like a comic book movie. Okay. Like this is like it's a movie like it it looks like a kind of a dark depressing kind of indie movie type of feel like very much like in the spirit of like Christopher Nolan's dark Knight series. Okay. But it's, but it's not that, um, but it's, it's more towards that kind of genre, I guess. Um, it's more of like a, a storytelling (laughs) rather than a comic book type of, I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it. Like you got to watch it, but I'm uh, like, I'm a little hesitant, yeah, to like it because like it, it's that's the type of style I really like, especially for the DC universe or at least the Batman kind of universe. It's got to be gritty, right? Like it's Gotham City. It's got to be grungy, gritty, like dark. Um. So, like, that's why I really enjoyed the Christopher Nolan trilogy. Yeah. 
um, because that's what it was. But like the Joker in the Dark Knight, like that was the quintessential Joker in my opinion. Like you can't get any better than that. In most people's opinion, like that's that's like peak Joker. Yeah, and everyone, everyone is gonna compare you. So so that's like that's that's the thing. Like I, there's no way Joaquin Phoenix's Joker can live up to that. You yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm hesitant. <laughs> I'm really hesitant. Um, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's why I go into, that's why I go into most movies with little to no expectations. So that, yeah. I, so that like, I, I don't know. So I at least get a positive vibe out of it. But yeah, I hear you. It's going to be, it's going to be hard, you know? Yeah. And and the thing is like this this Joker movie isn't like it's not canon to the universe. So that's another thing with it. Right, which is like then they can do So I mean, yeah, can you can do just, whatever. They can do whatever and it's not, you know, necessarily what it, you know, what the universe should be or whatever, you know, timelines I mean, and everything. It's good to know that going in right, right? and otherwise like people are just going to be like well this doesn't make any sense or not, i don't understand <laughs> and i know everything about the books and the movies and i don't just doesn't make sense and then they're going to write articles about it and they're going to write the articles and i'm going to read them and believe them <laughs> damn it clay i've been doing it wrong right um but but that's the thing like this movie is more like it's more of like an indie dark depression film like it's supposed to be it seems like it's a movie about depression that just uses characters we know ah like um or sorry maybe not depression depression might be the wrong word uh i think well a mix between depression and mental illness yeah like how a person like a seemingly normal person like falls into that right and like how a person gets molded into that type of character or that type of person. They're just so happen to be using the Joker. That's basically yeah. what it is. But it looks neat. I'd like to, I'd like to probably see it someday. I, I mean, I probably, maybe I probably will. We'll see. <laughs> like you know, how I am with movies. Yeah. Well, you'll get around to it. I'll huh? get around to it eventually. While we're talking about movies, it's a quick hit on Quentin Tarantino's ninth film. Oh yeah, I want to see that. Okay, so I I had seen on Reddit trailers go up for this, did not realize it was a Tarantino film. Oh yeah, and so I didn't. I like just whatever scrolly went past it, and then guy at work the other day goes, "Did you see the new Tarantino trailer?" No, <laughs> there's no new Tarantino. Excuse me. <laughs> sir these are things i know about <laughs> um but i did not so i'm excited for that one i mean i'm always excited for tarantino no matter what yeah he just but he just puts out i mean it's his ninth film <laughs> one more to go and he's done yeah but he just keeps putting out great movies like he there's not a single movie put he's put out that's like bad yeah it's nuts like it may it may seem like it's not your you know style or whatever or or like it's they're 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 never you know the hit blockbuster movies right they're just really 
well-handcrafted stories and characters that makes you like have to watch it again. Right. Because you don't necessarily understand everything that's happening or why the characters are the way that they are until you watch it again. And then you're like, oh, my God, that is brilliant. This guy with his movie universe and all of this stuff. Oh, so good. Yeah, it looks really good. And it's got an all-star cast, I mean. (laughs) Right? Like, all of his movies have all-star casts. It's crazy. Yeah. Al Pacino and Kurt Russell. (laughs) Yes. You think uh, you think Samuel L. Jackson will just make a little cameo in it? Oh God, I really hope so. Like I, when I was looking at it, I was like, no, Samuel L. Probably, you know, this movie's coming out this summer, right? I think so. Yeah, so he yeah. was probably he was, he was busy with Captain Marvel. Yeah, I was gonna say he was probably busy with some Marvel movies or something. I mean, who knows? <clears throat> who knows how much he's gonna play into Endgame, but. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't watched the uh, Infinity War. Oh my God, Clay! <laughs> I know it's been on Netflix for a long time. Jeez. <laughs> and usually I watch them when I get in, get on Netflix, but the problem was when I saw it, and I was gonna watch it, and then all of a sudden, like. I, f- I feel like one of Tarantino's movies just got on Netflix uh, right around that time, like the Hateful Eight or something. Probably. So I ended up watching that instead. <laughs> <laughs> I have no regrets about it. Uh, but, like, that was the thing. I was, like, all set to watch Infinity War, and then all of a sudden I just see Hateful Eight. I'm like, mm, nope, we're changing. <laughs> the hard left here. <laughs> hard no. <laughs> So, yeah. What are we talking about? Well, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Ah, we're talking about that now. Yep. So, that's our topic. Cheating. Cheating. In the broad sense, we'll we'll obviously dig into scenarios because that's how we do. It's just what we do, baby. Um, so, yeah. Cheating. It's interesting. I feel like I should probably pull up the definition of it so we get a little little taste of what we're dealing with here. Educational podcast. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So cheating is an act or to act dishonestly or unfairly in order to gain an advantage, especially in a game or examination. Yep. Deceive or trick, and also then you got the be sexually unfaithful. Um, so yeah, all of those. So I would like to point out, or at least I, I would like to make a statement at the beginning here, and we can go from from there. Cheating, in my eyes, generally speaking, is. Not a black and white thing in terms of good or bad. Right. It's mostly bad, morally, ethically, 
but it has its uses and usefulness. And is and in those cases should not be necessarily judged all that harshly. Right. That is my statement on it. I would I would I would have to agree. I don't think I mean I'm not, I'm the type that you know there's most things in the world are not black and white. So Oh right. I mean, yeah. It's it's going to be except for this podcast because we're binary brothers. Exactly. <laughs> and so yeah, I mean it's there's always going to be some sort of judgment call, there's always going to be some sort of scenario and you know it whatever cheating is happening can't always be 1000% always like the worst thing or demonized or whatever, you know. Right. So, I guess so we agree on that in the general broader sense. Right. Broadly. Let, yeah. So let's let's now go into specific examples and see how we view those if those match up with the broader sense or if those are more um or if those are indeed, you know, black or white. Real offenses or yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. So obviously the first thing that a lot of people think of when you think of the term cheating is in the relationship sense right right romantically there's a whole show cheaters cheaters yeah and it's the basis of so many storylines too right Right. unfaithfulness drama and storylines and and stories and films that you just want to make you know you just want to punch the characters (laughs) for their decision making (laughs) a lot of times it's like it's used very poorly like it just makes yeah. characters seem like idiots. Yeah, it's always It's always it's, I mean it, it's always got I mean if it's a if it's a device for a movie it, it's always there to develop drama. Right, right? exactly. So yeah. It's going to be ridiculous it, and it's going to be like the the writers and everything like they are they have pointed it they're saying this is bad. This is what you should be thinking. Yeah. So in this sense for me I, I'm pretty well. Okay, so I'm black and white with it. Um, yeah, like it's like there's no excuse for it. Like that's don't do it. Like right. I've never I've never been in a relationship and just had any sort of possible thoughts come to my mind. Like, yep, I'm. You know what? I'm gonna go cheat. Like that just doesn't happen for me. I don't understand. I really don't understand the thought processes of people like that or that do. Um. But at the same time, the definition of what cheating is, is very, it, it can change from person to person. Right. Like, for some reason, some people out there think, like, going and just kind of, like, flirting with somebody at, like, a bar is cheating. Like, just straight up, like, flirting. Yeah. Like, that's it, not it, really it's, <laughs> And it's, like, anything. it's in... I don't know. It's, like, a I mean, read, move, it's, it's a dick not, move, but it's not. It's not cheating. When you, read, when you read the definition, it's like to be sexually unfaithful. But yeah. yeah, there's plenty of people that are like, yeah, like you, you are cheating at me by doing this or that. And right. It's like, it's like, yes, is that like you said, a dick move? It's not acceptable behavior, but I think it's 
at that point, I think it's a it's a semantics thing, right? It's really like you're saying cheating, but it's really yeah, it's really something else, right? It, but I don't know what to call it. No, right? it's it's <laughs> just it, to me, I would call that just lack of communication. Like that's something that should just be like, okay, what are the boundaries here? Like, right. You know, if 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 say I'm in a relationship and I go out and having a good time and I just there's you know somebody and I just kind of flirt with them a little bit, um, and then you know my partner is just like, hey, don't do that. Like I don't like it when you do that. I'm gonna knock it off. Right. Like you know what? You're right. I crossed the line. I crossed the line. It would just be straight up disrespectful to, to right. not, right? Exactly, but it's not—it's not like cheating, right? Because there, there have—I mean, there has to be degrees to thing, right? Like there's, right. as they say, there's levels to this, right? So it's like breaking the law is—you know—there's everyone's jaywalked, right? So it's like you—you've not crossed the street at a crosswalk, and right. it's like jaywalking. You know, there's there's degrees to it, and I think you're right. I I could agree that it's like it's communication thing. Like you shouldn't. You should never cheat, like, the full-on, like, cheating, never a thing. But then, like, it becomes a communication point where it's, what does someone else consider cheating? And at that point, it's, what is being respectful of your partner or right. not, right? Because, you know, some people, I mean, some people, some people are completely fine, like, with all sorts of things. And it all depends on what kind of relationship you're in and, and you know, right. what you're doing. And so, and that's where, that's where, like, that like flirting with someone that is not black and white because that is like, that's something that, like you said, communication, you talk about, you know, whether that's acceptable or not, or it happens. And then someone tells you it's not acceptable. And it's like, okay, cool. Right. And, and that's something that can like differ from relationship to relationship. Right. Sometimes like, like you and your partner might be really into it. Like seeing, you know, your partner, like go and like flirt with somebody, you know, and just, you know, kind of see the, just how the other person like reacts to it or whatever. And think to yourself, I got myself a yeah. winner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, or make like side bets or something like that. You know, <laughs> like, Hey, I bet you can't go up to him and, you know, give him to buy you a drink or something like that. Right. You know, stuff like that. Um, it's different. Free drinks. Get them. <laughs> right. Exactly. So like it differs from relationship to relationship and really kind of depends on, yeah, what you as, you know, partners decide on and communicate upon and what your boundaries are. Right. If you if if your partner's doing something like that and you don't approve and you decide to break up because of that or something like that, you're not breaking up because of cheating. You're breaking up because the dude's a dick. Right. I mean, I mean that's that's my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Be behavior wise. It's like, like, like I keep saying, it's just straight up like disrespect. Yeah. If, if you've talked about it or, I mean, like obviously there's stuff you don't talk about. It's right. Right. Don't go do that. But yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah. That's a, and that's a very complicated subject. Um, but that's kind of, that's kind of our thoughts on it. Definitely Um, a hard no on the cheating. Right. Hard no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, so let's let's kind of move to a different situation now. Cheating, um, where in my opinion is uh, very acceptable, okay. and and that is 
um, well, at least from our experiences, uh, in competition. Yes. So, and blanket statement, uh, you might think, oh, that's not acceptable, Clay. Clay, I'm not cold. (laughs) I don't need a blanket. How dare you? Um, but as, as Ryan can tell you, playing the offensive line, uh, he probably holds every single play. Here's he probably the deal. breaks the law every breaks the rules every single play. I'm out here breaking the laws breaking of football the law. every single chance I can get. Cause and, my my motto is I, I'm gonna hold oh, yeah. every single play. Oh yeah. And it's not it's not holding if I don't get caught. Exactly. The thing <laughs> is the thing is there is rule breaking going on every single play by someone. Oh yeah, on the field. And there's no way the refs are going to call a penalty every single play. Because oh, yeah. well, that would just ruin the flow of the game. Yeah, there's it just couldn't go on. It, it, it like would just people wouldn't watch because there'd be flag, they would just be like, ah, I guess I'm watching the refs today. <laughs> They're playing a pretty good game out there those refs. How are the zebras? Really, really good out there. They're up 20 to nothing. That's that's what I would really love to tune into. It's just a, a flag fest. <laughs> just yellow everywhere. Just yeah. Who which ref can throw the most flags? Get get him a bucket full of flags. He'll just be out there running around. It's literally a competition, Jerry. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like, it's not going to be called. So as a competitor, like you try to bend the line, you try to find where that line is. You try to get yourself as much as of an advantage as possible within the, the gray area of the rules. Right. And it's like things like, I don't know, like receivers and DBs. You know, going up against each other and like, oh yeah, there there are rules. Yeah, we're to what you can and can't do. We're jostling, we're jostling yeah. out there, and you do it, and it's just like, wait, they're not gonna. First of all, they're not gonna call everything, like you said, and beyond that, sometimes it's just too hard to call. Like even yeah. if you would want to, like you you can't really tell. Yeah, and it's like you know, in my position in the trenches, like I'm I'm in the middle. Of yeah, everything. there's so many people around. So it's like you can get away with some stuff in there and people have and they will all the time. Yeah. And it's just like, it's kind of one of those things where like in competition, you know, you're, you, you know what the rules are, but you're always trying to get ahead of someone. And you know that there are things that you shouldn't do according to the rules. But like, if you can do it and get away with it, you know, most people are going to say, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, and do this thing. And it's, it's so many, like, minor little things. Like you said, like, holds. You know, like, a guy's getting away from me a little bit, and, you know, I might grab him some. Yeah, but, just a quick little quick little hold. You know, just to slow him down just a little bit. Right. Just get him, give that running back a half step. Just a half and, step yeah, is all you need sometimes. That's all you're trying to do. And if you're good enough, you'll do it sneakily enough that refs, like, don't really even see it. Right. You know, there's and there's there's refs out there that probably you know they see things happen and they let a little back. Oh yeah, and obviously, right? You know. Yeah, they're gonna. They're yeah. They 
I'm sure they see a lot more than they actually call, but it's more just kind of knowing the situation and, and it's, it's what you would call in baseball, like the refs or the umps strike zone. Yeah. Every, every ump has a different strike zone. Like there's a general guideline to what it is, but every ump has a different one. Yeah. And, and so during a course of a game, whether it be football or baseball or whatever, you're basically, especially in the early stages, trying to find where that strike zone is for the refs. Yeah. You know, what they're going to actually call. What are the boundaries? Yeah. Like, what are they going to put up with? I mean, yep. some we've had before some games, like some refs will in, in like before the coin toss, they will be like, we're not going to put up with this. We're not going to put up yep. with that. And it's like, okay, go back to the sideline. Tell your guys, Hey, by the way, this crew's tough. So, yep. Yeah. Like that's, and that's, that's if there's good refs in a game, they will be constantly communicating with you. Yeah, those are those are the best crews. Like that's the that's the thing we don't see on TV is just how much communication there is between refs and players or coaches. Like that that's why I just absolutely love seeing the kind of the behind I, well not really behind the scenes but like the you know they do like mic'd up. Yeah, like the mic'd up yeah. videos. Um Especially, especially for me, especially in hockey, uh, in the NHL, because like the the refs and the players are just chirping each other back and forth. <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Um, but they're constantly like talking to each other, and especially with hockey because it's such a fast sport. Like for me, that is the most difficult sport to ref. Yeah. I like. Not only not only do you got to see things and see a puck that's traveling at 90 miles an hour, um, you also have to be, like, skating while you do it, and <laughs> right? I, and avoiding I people. Just, <laughs> like, there is yeah, so much to it. Getting out of the way all the time, but it's like, I, want, for one, couldn't like, skate. There is no out-of-bounds in hockey. <laughs> like, and the refs uh, can't yeah. just stand off to the side. There are a few areas in which they can, like, hop up. And yeah. <laughs> The puck will and does hit him. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And that doesn't feel very good. And then the refs co- or and the players complain to him because you know the puck hit him. Like let it go around, let it go. And it's like well, I couldn't do anything. You literally hit me with the puck. <laughs> it's traveling way too fast for me to react to. What do you want me to do here? Do you want me to become Casper <laughs> yeah. and it just goes right through me? Is this the thing that you need? Because I right. can't do that. I'm right. alive and I'm roughing this. Yep. So there's situations where like you gotta like cheating is kind of encouraged. Yeah. I mean there I mean there's some there's like some competition in some games where it's like, yeah, like cheat. Like rules I don't know, think about like some drinking games. Oh yeah. I mean drinking games are always about cheating. It's like, oh, here comes this drunken debauchery. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I'm going to do whatever. I mean, that's that's where the saying, the saying, you know, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. That's where that kind of comes from. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely, like, in competition. It's funny, like, it's funny, I mean, because, like, this is still technically competition, too, right? Like, you're playing a game, maybe, say, hypothetically, you're playing a game against your seven-year-old nephew. Um. <laughs> and <laughs> hypothetically, just very specific hypothetically, scenario. And then maybe you're in my living room, 
and <laughs> playing a game and you might you might cheat a little bit you might try and get away with something and it's, it's obviously not fair and not a good thing to do but it's to be honest a bit funny sometimes oh yeah it's hilarious or like my wife and i playing like we play chess against each other sometimes and it's like she might leave the room and as a joke i'll be like ah, oh, move this thing around <laughs> she doesn't notice i'm gonna keep playing the game well right yeah <laughs> it's on her to call I mean, you that's, out. Most, that's mostly because she's way better at chess than i am and <laughs> yeah so uh, you know you gotta you gotta make it a little bit more fair I need all That's, the help I can you gotta, get. You gotta cheat a little bit to make it fair. Is really what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But obviously then there's situations in competition that we just, you know, cheating like that is just, no. You you cannot do that. We will not accept it. Right. And usually that involves performance enhancing stuff. Oh, Biological yeah. things. You ever watch the uh, documentary Icarus? Mm, I don't think so. It's all about Russian doping. Oh yeah, I. I mean, I mean, I was in Rocky. What was it? Two. Rocky. Which Rocky movie was? Full disclosure: never seen any Rocky movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Whatever. The one where he faces the Russian dude. Yeah. If and... he dies, he dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, i mean i know that yeah so like in that movie they show him like juicing up and everything yeah um but there's no way there's no way sylvester stallone wasn't also juicing to get himself into shape for that movie right he totally was he totally was rocky the character may never have juiced but sylvester stallone definitely did juiced i don't have any uh evidence for that but i'm calling it out yeah like Let's there's there's like no way Legal department wants to reach out. That was fully unprecedented and a joke, but at the same time, definitely he did it. So yeah, he, right. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, but yeah. So so we, you know, let, let's think about this. Like, I don't know. I guess I don't know how much you were into it back then, during the nineties, when baseball kind of had its steroid era. Um, when Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa was. They were, you know, battling each other out for the season record for home runs. Right. Beating, you know, Mickey Mantle's record, Babe Ruth's record. Um, Like, there was, like, everyone loved it. Everyone was captivated by it. Right? I mean, um, when, people, when people just, like, go nuts, that ever, I mean, people lose it. People love it. People love it. Yelich. <laughs> Yelich, yeah. who is definitely not on any enhancing performance no. enhancers. Uh, but, like, you look at the guys, like, back then. You look at them. They're freaking huge. You look what? at, like, you look at Barry Bonds, how he transformed, like, early in his career to what he was when he hit, like, the 70 home runs in a season or whatever. Yeah. Like, he, like, totally juiced. He was juicing so much. Um, like, it was. it's obvious to look at it. Look but how when this guy is. But when, like, McGuire and Sosa are just, you know, hitting balls out of the ballpark, they're hitting dingers, 
Dingers. You're just, you're just loving it. And then and then all of a sudden it comes out that they were, you know, juicing their steroids. Sammy Sosa got caught with a cork bat. Oh, God. And all of a sudden everything you knew was just flipped upside down. Yeah, and it's like, it's crazy because it's like the, they they obviously get so big and they do, they just start performing like crazy and it's like, no one thought to themselves like, these guys are, these guys are really on the juice, huh? Yeah. I mean, nobody, well, nobody really even thought about it. Nobody, nobody was, nobody was really thinking, had. are they taking steroids or not? I don't really care. They're hitting home runs right now. It's fun. Exactly. That's the thing is like, people don't care. Like. People don't care until, you know, people get a hold of it that really that really do care, right? Like once people find out and it's like, oh, then it's like, okay, this is this is a big deal. And then and then there's the other side of the coin where it's like, some people say, well, you know, if everybody's doing it, then, you know, is it a big deal? Right, and that's where like the Tour de France comes in. Exactly. And, and Lance Armstrong. And that's and that like whole kind thing. of what Icarus was like. I mean, Icarus was about there was a guy and he was cycling and he just wanted to he wanted to see how he could get better. And he thought, you know, maybe I'll do an experiment with like steroids. And this was just literally this guy from America just deciding I'm I'm going to try it out and see like how much how many gains I can get. And it turned to this whole thing where he's like working with this scientist who was from Russia and basically the head of doping for that and he was for years and it's like if like everybody was doing it I mean especially the Russians but like everybody was doing it and it's like how do you I don't know it's against the rules and that's where like the morality comes in right because if you're playing a sport and you know that everybody else is doing a thing it's like oh this is just what everybody does and you know you can fly under the radar you can beat tests you can do whatever else but at the end of the day it's still against the rules i mean it is cheating and so morally it's wrong and it's just i mean you you do it and then you know sometimes you end up you know you end up being the villain you're you're the one who gets caught and it's people really care but i mean if people knew that everyone was doing it would they care as much and like you said they're there for entertainment so you know they got their dingers what do they care yeah it's sports are they're in it's entertainment um i mean it's it's also it's also athletic ability but with the amount of money that is in sports now it's more than just athletic ability it is entertainment yeah, it is straight up entertainment now, um, and so when you get to that level, everyone is really good, and so if you are just you know doping or doing the same amount that everyone else is, like you're not you're not going to break through. You're not going to the drive to win a championship to get a big contract to perform at that level on that stage nationally in front of millions of people and have your name known 
by all those people? You don't think there's a voice inside your head that's going to be like, just just a little more. We got to, you know, we just got to push it just a bit more. Yeah. I mean, I think that's that's another side of it too, right? Like, I think people in sports probably, especially with PEDs, it's like you're doing it so that you can meet those expectations and so that you can you can stand out and, you know, you can get the big contracts, you can do the things. It's, it's like, yes, you're cheating, but sometimes it's just there's this outside pressure that is, that is maybe like driving you to do it. You know, I mean, everybody knows, you know, you get pressure, you know, it's peer pressure, pressure from outside, whatever it is. And, you know, that has the ability to affect your decision making and what you're going to do and how you're going to behave in general. Right. And so when everyone's breaking the rules, like the Tour de France, when Lance Armstrong won seven of them, like, yeah, he got busted for doping. So did the next, like, 20 best cyclists. Yeah. Like, they were all doing it. And quite frankly, for anybody to be able to do the Tour de France, like, 24 stages of that type of terrain and length of biking... It's you know, nuts. Like, you know, day after day for 24 days or how many stages there are. Uh, like, especially at that speed or whatever, you know, yeah. the times they're doing it at, uh, to be able to recover. Because that's another big thing. Medically, steroids are used quite a bit for recovering from injuries. Right. So you, you, you know, you recover for an injury and you take steroids to recover faster because you want to miss less games so you can play more. I mean, because so this you, is your life. You right? have like, a, this is your livelihood. You have, right, exactly. The NFL average uh, career is three years. Yeah, <laughs> you you're going to get as much as years. you can out of those three years. You get three years to make as much money as possible to hopefully set yourself up and your family for life. Right. A lot of guys go bankrupt, but, like, that's the goal, right? You don't have a whole lot of time to do it. There's no guarantees with any of it. So there is a huge amount of pressure to be able to perform. And any little advantage that you can get, you kind of tend to give it some thought. Right. And, I mean, and, like... You know, how how far do you go with it in terms of, you know, so steroids are obviously steroids, right? But if you you go, if you even look into just like painkillers, like no, no major league pitcher would be able to pitch past June in a season without painkillers. No NFL player would be able to play more than, I don't know you know, half a season without painkillers. Yeah, it's a whole, and it's a whole thing. And we, I mean, we just watched, like, John Oliver's newest, like, he focused on WWE. Yeah. And, and you know, part of that was you're, you're, like, expected to perform, and you're expected to do all the stuff, and, you know, the doctors will check you out, but they'll be like, oh, well, you gotta go to this thing, so I'm gonna clear you, and it's like you end up on you end up on painkillers, you end up addicted to all the stuff, and it's like you you do what you have to do to you know again keep the money coming in for as long as you can, 
and hopefully, you know, turn out fine on the other end for the most part. Yeah. And there was, um, yeah, like I'm not, you know, I'm not really that big into, I don't really ever watch WWE or those Mm -hmm. events, but, and, and everyone knows, everyone knows it's, you know, staged. It's scripted, right? Right. It's scripted. Everybody knows that. Everyone knows that. Yet people keep tuning into it because it's entertaining, because it's still actually need you need to be athletic and physical to be able to do it. Right. Like you're they're legitimately out there doing moves. Yeah. They're out there slamming stuff into each other or like jumping around, running around, doing all this stuff. It's like it's gotta take a toll like on the body. Like I like I go out and I play and I smash into other dudes and I don't feel great on Sundays. <laughs> And, like, I could only imagine if I were, like, with no pads, just getting slammed around or tossing people around or even just, like, having to toss someone else around yeah. that much. And it's, it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's an interesting topic. Like, obviously... You know, I, I don't condone it, but I understand where it's coming from, why people do it. Right. And I don't, I don't really, some people really judge athletes very harshly based on, um, based on that stuff, getting caught for, for that. Yeah. I, I don't because quite frankly, for as many people as we hear, that you know get caught there's a lot more that are probably getting away with it yeah they're and if, i mean they just have to be and if there's a lot of people doing that stuff the playing field isn't really you know it, it's kind of even then you know it's right. not really as much of an advantage just for that single guy or person and i mean and, that, and that's not to say like that's not to say that it makes it right to right. do that. Yeah, ethically, it's but not it's... right. Like, it, I'm not trying to, you know, really excuse it, but but when it when it comes to people's arguments against it, right, and like people really judging it harshly, it's like I don't know. I mean, obviously, you can't just oh because I'm doing it, it's is it a is it really that big of a deal? But like in the world of in the world of sports. Right where it's, it's it's a competition. You're doing this stuff, and it's like, yeah, is it against the rules? But is it really hurting anyone if, if a bunch of people who are playing this sport are, you know, on PEDs? Like it's not, no, it's not a big deal. <laughs> Especially when you realize that all these different sports leagues have different, like rules regarding their substances. And what they deem as illegal. Yeah. Um, so there's no like uniform thing that says these substances across all leagues are banned. It's a yeah. league by league basis. And there's some leagues like the NHL that sweep a lot of things under the rug. Or at least um, deal with it internally. Maybe not sweep it under the rug. But they deal with it internally or quietly. Yeah. If a if a player has like a, a a problem, a substance abuse problem, they have a cocaine problem, something, a drug problem, 
alcoholism, whatever it is, they will quietly try and deal with it with that person to get them better. Yeah. More often than not, rather than have news come out by the media that would essentially kind of damage the league a little bit. Yeah. Because these leagues are all about money. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, th- that that's is what, what they, it's really about. It's not really necessarily about who's the best athlete, who's the best at the sport. Yeah, I mean, you're not. It's entertainment. You're not, <laughs> that's you're not the, the NFL. That's what it is. You, because you want people to really excel at football. You're not the NFL for that. You're the NFL because you want to profit off the people that do exceed at a sport. The people that, you know, will go out there and, like we were talking about, sacrifice their bodies for the entertainment of others. And it's like, you're not you're not in it because you're the good guys or because, like, oh, you're the only way that, like, sports could be shown on TV or the only way it could be facilitated. Because, you know, before all these, like, all of the leagues and stuff formed, you know, every everything was just someone playing something somewhere, right? And then it you know became organized in a way and on a bigger scale and on a bigger scale and at the end of the day yeah it's it's all about money it's just all about generating that off of what other people the people with talent are doing if you can if the league can see someone make a ridiculous play a highlight man that sells that sells so, cheating. Relationships, pretty, bad. pretty black and white. It's bad. Don't do it. Don't freaking do it. But know the definition of it. Like, like, don't blame someone for cheating when it's not really cheating. Yeah. Competition-wise, it's, uh, it's very much a gray area. Right. It is like like we said. It's it's not right, but it has its place, right? And it it has it has more acceptable acceptable levels. There's more give there in some areas, right? Yep. So I think that is going to wrap up this episode's discussion. We've gone yeah. we've gone like twenty minutes over our usual length. But it was a good discussion. We got to get back on on the bi-monthly schedule. We really do. We really do. So that that's our bad for that. So sorry about the lengthy podcast. Sorry about all the great content that you've just Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The amount of clips you could probably export from this to make oh. us look bad. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they promote cheating. <laughs> oh, my God. These guys so are awful. Cut together like, oh yeah, you're Let's make up. this viral. These guys That's are dicks. <laughs> please don't do that to us. <laughs> please please no. But it was a fun discussion. Yeah. But obviously everyone has kind of their own opinions and that's and that's a valid thing. Yeah. You just gotta find out what works for you. What do you accept? Yeah, figure out Figure out your figure it out. Figure dude. Figure dude. Thanks for
for listening to this episode of the Binary Brothers Podcast. We can't wait for you to tune in next time. But until then, make sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, and BinaryBrothersPodcast.com.